And we just cannot thank you enough. Thank you very much. Yeah, so we're gonna start this new episode with a new section. What's going on in Austria, Tommy? So, in Austria, there's not much going on, which is good. There are kind of preparations for the national holiday. It is on the 26th of October. And I'm just gonna talk about a bit about why, what this national holiday means and why it's taking place on 26th of October. And just to give you a brief um, historical session. So, after the Second World War, Austria, of course, was occupied by four nations. So, the France, Great Britain, the Russians, and the USA. And even Vienna was separated into four parts. And... When all these people left, the last troops of soldiers, the people decided to pronounce that it's now time to rebuild Austria. So this happened on the 26th of October. The last troops left Austria. Then after a while, people rebuilt the country and there were new politicians and the Second Republic of Austria was pronounced. And this is when everything started to be much better and things changed so much for Austria. And from a very poor country after the Second World War, a destroyed country, a country that lost a lot of things, that had actually conducted a lot of crimes due to the National Socialism, Austria developed slowly into a very wealthy and very, very culturally and politically important country, at least for Central Europe. You mean Austria found its redemption in some way? That's true, mm -hmm. yeah. And this is why Austria is very proud of this day. And I'm also very proud that I'm actually able to tell you these things about the national holiday of Austria. Oh, this is a great story. Okay, mine is a bit more recent. I just read that in my very hometown in Toulouse, in the south of France, um, a very strange musical tune... Uh, happened to be played on the radio in the subway and this actual tune is a new electro tune that a guy from Toulouse who studied in Lyon decided to create from the sounds he heard in the, the subway in Toulouse. This so is he, awesome. Yeah, he created a very musical track with all the sounds that he could hear in the metro from Toulouse. So for having taken this, this subway for at least 10 years in my life I have to say that It, it was kind of funny to see that in the news today. Suddenly, you, 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 so a thing is part of your daily life, you don't pay attention to it, and then someone decides it becomes art, and then you kind of think, oh, yeah, I know this place. But did you think that this was possible to create music out of these sounds? 
Yeah, I think um, I think everything is possible uh, now with music and with the technology. And electro is a kind of music that enables such things. Do you know about Jacques, Tommy? Jacques? No, I don't know. He's a, a French. I don't know him. Yeah. Yeah, he's a French electro performer. He performs with objects. He performs with uh, kitchen tools. Okay. He performs with everything. And he, he kind of started a fashion a couple of years ago. He's from he's from France. And um, so, yeah, when I see new stuff like this subway thing, I kind of think that still a lot of interesting stuff is going on in, in the towns and with the sounds of the daily life that can be transfigured in some way. This is something that Many people try and I'm always surprised how people actually mention or manage to create music with everyday things. Mm. And this is something that I think I would not be able to do. Mm. What do you think, Nico? I think we should try to create a rap tune okay. with the sounds from the football ground yeah. near our flat. This could actually work <laughs> because we hear a lot of very weird sounds. From the football ground. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that for the cultural shock. Yeah, part. of course. Okay, we have another section. Uh, it's called the word of the day. So my word of the day is a simple one, it's Orkan, and I actually just heard it in, or a couple of hours I heard it in a German class I was taking with a German professor, and it's just another word for, or a German word for hurricane. And I actually, it's not a special word, but what I actually, why I picked this word is because I've never actually heard it, where I really never came across this word mm -hmm. because usually what people use is hurricane mm -hmm. and we don't really have hurricanes in Europe mm -hmm. so I never really came across this word but Okan is is a word that sounds very powerful to me mm -hmm. and of course I knew it but I really never thought about it because we don't use it You never say, oh, there was an Okan in Europe, because it does not really happen. So that's why I thought, okay, this could be the word of the day. It's something people know, but they yeah. usually don't hear it in your everyday life as an Austrian or German. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, the French term for hurricane um, is un ouragan, tout simplement. But uh, I want to tell you about another word today. My word of the day is a very common word in French language, mm -hmm. mm, and it's the word avocat. Do you know the word avocat, Tommy? Does it mean um, lawyer? Yeah, it means lawyer, okay. exactly. But it also means avocado. Really? The yeah. same word for it the fruit the... and for the lawyer? Exactly. <laughs> okay. This is why I wanted to share that with you today, because uh, I came across this word in my tutoring hours, and I realize how it was funny for students to have the same word to realize that it French is using the same word for the fruit and the lawyer. I think it kind of means a lot. It, it's quite it funny to, to, to find, to rediscover his own language. I'm not sure, way. but do you know the, the Spanish word for... Uh, Avocado. And does it mean the fruit as well? Yeah, it means the okay, fruit so as well. But we'll have to ask Johanna if avocado means lawyer as well. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. it's awesome. Okay, uh, so we have the, the section everybody waits for. 
It's called Cultural Shock. Okay, jingle. And our Cultural Shock topic of the day is about Halloween. This fantastic American celebration that nobody celebrates in France. That's interesting, because in Austria there has been a movement a couple of years ago that Halloween is a thing. And I remember when I grew up, Halloween was a thing. So I actually got together with friends and we said, let's go um, collect sweets. Mm -hmm. And then we actually went from door to door. Mm -hmm. But the funny thing is, or was actually when I was younger, it was we were at the beginning of accepting Halloween in Austria. Mm -hmm. So we sometimes knocked on the doors and people opened them and we said, Zeus's on Skipsaurus, <laughs> which means trick or treat. <laughs> yes, Zeus's on Skipsaurus. And sometimes people opened it and they said, What the heck do you want? We, we had to explain Halloween to people because they had no idea. And then sometimes when we said we want sweets, they said, um, I don't have any, bye. So sometimes people really acted rudely or mm. were kind of questioning the whole thing because this is something they never have heard about. They never knew, they did not know what it is. So it was actually in the beginning quite hard to get sweets. Mm. I mean, I can reflect to that as well, because of course I have childhood memories of Halloween, but I can't even tell you what was the, when was the last time I celebrated Halloween. Once you're more than 14, it's, nobody cares about Halloween celebration anymore. And actually, it's interesting that you talked about uh, this formula that yet you pronounce once you have knocked on the door of an individual, because we have one in France as well, and it's un bonbon ou un sort, which literally means, uh, okay, so a sweetie or a spell. Very good, you have to admit that this sounds funny as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is, it is, it is very funny. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, um, just to say that we are probably going to celebrate Halloween this year for the first time since, for me it's going to be the first time since my, I don't know, like 10 years old and it feels great. I feel so happy to be able to, to, to just go into a disguise again and to, to dress as a pumpkin or something like that. <laughs> I hope you're going to dress as something more scarier than a pumpkin. <laughs> But okay, I guess dressing as a pumpkin is a thing here, right? Yeah, it's totally a thing. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, guys, we just made this up. We don't know if people dress up as pumpkins, but they dress up. And the funny thing is, for us, Halloween happens on the 31st of October. But And of course, it does. It, it happens in the USA at the same time, but... They even start having parties before this thing, because we are even invited to a private Halloween party oh, yes, it's true. on the 19th of October. So I think they celebrate Halloween throughout the month of October, right? Exactly, and this is the thing that surprised me the most, because I thought Halloween is just on the 31st of October, that's it. Mm -hmm. But it's actually the whole month that actually counts as, as the Halloween one month, and I was actually surprised. And 
We're going to find out how they actually celebrate Halloween on the 19th of October. Mm. And in the next podcast, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, sure. We're going to do a before and after. And I'm so glad because in France, we have so many prejudgments about Halloween as well. I mean, when I talk about Halloween with other people, most of them are like, oh, this is a commercial celebration. There's nothing behind it. There's no tradition behind it. But here, we're going to experience the Halloween tradition. That's in right. the country that invented it, but is it was it invented in the US? I don't even know. Mm, we have to I think kind of the modern version, yes, but I mm. think even in Mexico they celebrate El Dia de los Muertos. Mm, you're right. And so I think it's also a very Central American American holiday. Mm -hmm. But I think it actually comes from a Celtic tradition. Yeah, yes. I think it comes from if we search deep in the past, I think it comes naturally from. Um, there is a period of time during autumn in France, which is called La Toussaint, where you kind of celebrate your dead. Mm -hmm. And it just happens that this period of time corresponds to the Halloween period of time, which kind of um, puts some monsters or images of skeletons mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it can maybe be an echo, a popular culture echo of this celebration of the dead. I think this is actually a very good uh, comparison to kind of the the history and what's going on and even to Roman Catholicism because after Halloween we have kind of I think the thing you mentioned in French the thing where you celebrate the dead mm -hmm. we have it as well in Austria and because it is a Catholic um, celebration mm -hmm. and I think it's not a coincidence that Halloween is one day before it mm, you're right so the, I'm sure it has something to do with, with, with one the, the one thing has to do with has to do with the other thing yeah I think so I think so so okay we're gonna close now it's time it's closing time and we're gonna close with the track of the day I meant track of the week of course so my track of the week is a song by a band uh, from which the, the the lead singer just died. It's a French band from Rennes, the north of France, and it's called, as a literature author, Marquis de Sade. And um, the song I'm going to play in honor of Philippe Pascal, who was the lead singer of this band, is called Conrad Veidt, which is the name of a German person. Okay, have fun. Okay. We'll see you next week, dear Shukrut listeners. Thanks a lot again for keeping up with us. And bye-bye.
Anzeiger nicht schuldig. Sind der Anklage nicht 